0: Good morning. Welcome to Earthmakers, spiritual care for real humans. My name is Joey. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I'm a recovering addict and the grateful creator and host of this podcast. Take a deep breath. Settle in. This space is for you. I love this time of year. It's my favorite time of year. In fact, Um, I love how this time of year kicks off with the beginning of autumn and the beginning of autumn is this season of beautiful colors, the reds, browns, golds, yellows that appear in the trees, the crunch of leaves under your feet. The smells in the air, the chilliness, the scarves and the sweaters, the candles and the campfires, the apple picking and pumpkins and all of that stuff. I'm, I'm all about it. All of it. Um, I am that, uh, basic white girl who really likes her pumpkin spice coffee (laughs) and wears the boots and the scarf. Yes, that's me. I own it. And then autumn gives way to the Halloween celebration and all of the spookiness and fun that comes along with that, including a long history of ghost stories. I believe ghost stories have a really significant place in the spiritual culture, and development of communities. And I'm going to actually share more about that when Halloween rolls around. I'll have a special Halloween episode and I'll talk about the importance of ghost stories. But Then um, Halloween eventually gives way to Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving season in November. And Um, what's great is Halloween reminds us to celebrate the lives of those who have gone before us, the lives and memories and history of the dead. And then Thanksgiving asks us to give thanks for the life that we are currently living and the things we have right in front of us. I don't think there's any mistake there. And then Thanksgiving gives way to the Christmas, to the Advent season, which gives way to Christmas. And Advent and Christmas are all about celebrating kindness and giving and compassion and community And friends and family. So, then, and that, I believe those celebrations help sustain us spiritually as we roll into the season of winter. The season of winter is all about a covering up, a burying, a death, a freezing over, right? Winter is beautiful, it can yield a lot of beauty. I grew up in upstate New York and I now live in the Twin Cities area of Minnesota and so winter can be um, harsh and long and gray and dark and uh, just kind of generally painful. Today, we are going to talk about the spiritual themes present in autumn and we're going to do so followed by a special meditation one of my favorite meditations in fact i love this time of year every monday um, i teach a class in the afternoon is that's the only work responsibility i have on mondays so On Monday mornings, I get to take my time with my coffee and my journal, and then I go for a walk. And I love going for walks this time of year. I'm not a big summer person, and if it's freezing cold outside and super iced over, it's difficult to go for a walk. But during the fall, during the autumn, it can be a real treasure to go for a walk. Just surrounded by the colors and noticing the beauty and we just love fall fall autumn is in and of itself uh, an American pastime I would put it up there with jazz music and baseball and apple pie and cherry pie for Americans there's something about pumpkins and apples and the colors of the leaves that really speaks to us. And as a spiritual guy, you know, well, a spiritual human, a person. (laughs) I'm still getting used to my own pronoun and gender identity changes, so I apologize (laughs) for that. Um, But as a spiritual person and as somebody who focuses on spirituality, counseling through the lens of spirituality, teaching spirituality, um, I am amazed at what's actually going on with the American fascination with autumn. And not just American fascination, I think just like the human fascination of autumn. Autumn is a season in which we celebrate the natural beauty of the world around us. The chilliness, the apples, the pumpkins, and all of the great colors especially the great colors of the leaves on our trees before they fall. The beauty, my friends, that we are celebrating and loving so deeply during autumn is the beauty of death. Autumn is a dying. And who knew that dying could be so beautiful? I used to work in the death and dying field. Um, One day I would like to get back to that field. And my role was to, as a chaplain in hospice and in intensive care units, was to sit with people while they died. To just sit and chat. To offer spiritual ritual services if they needed it. And sometimes I would be exhausted after a day of just sitting with dying people. But the most exhausting, spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally exhausting seasons working in the death and dying field had to do with comforting family members and loved ones of those who had died. Being with the dying was not too much of a task but being with their family after the death. Now that can feel quite heavy. I've done so many funerals in my career. I've probably done more funerals than I could ever count. Funerals and memorial services. And I remember after switching careers and moving from the death and dying field To the life and living field, as I like to call it, (laughs) in the addiction treatment world, um, people saying to me, I don't know how you did it. How did you manage doing all of that hard death and dying work? And I'll tell you this I learned something while sitting with the dying. The dying are engaged in the hard work of going home. The dying are engaged in the hard work of going home. And my job was to sit in that space with them and hold their hand and accompany them while they did the hard work of a homecoming. Death is a sacred human experience. And the dying process is sacred. When someone invites you to sit with them while they are doing the hard work of going home, they are inviting you to accompany them in the midst of the hardest and sometimes most sacred work that a human being will ever do. When you are dying, dear listeners, those who you invite to sit with you are those whom you have entrusted to be your accompaniment to be your accompanists on your journey and the accompanying would take different forms people would say sing to me chaplain because I like to sing so I would sing over them They love, um, most of my patients loved the old hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, especially if they had any kind of Christian church background. They would ask me to read Psalm 23 over them. They would ask me to tell jokes, to bring my puppets, to make them laugh. Uh, They would just ask me to sit. And sometimes I would go to people's rooms and they would sit in their wheelchairs, oppressed and held down by dementia, and stare quietly into space. And I would just sit. And sometimes I'd sing old hymns, or old love songs. And they may not remember who I am or even remember what the names of their family members, but they would remember the lyrics to those songs. And we had a sacred holy moment together, even though dementia felt like a bridge too far for us. What dying people taught me is that going home may be hard work, but the physical act of dying is not the first time in our lives as humans that we are asked to die. We are asked to die again and again and again, almost daily, if not moment by moment. What do I mean by that? We are asked to let go of things. And when I watch the trees bearing their vibrant reds and golds and oranges and browns and yellows, i see a living being a tree doing the hard work of going home and then it releases its leaves making a crunchy blanket on the wooded floor No moss or bugs or stones can be seen because the path is covered in that quilt of beauty. A quilt of death. A quilt of letting go. And so, what the trees beg of us, what the autumn season begs of us spiritually, is are you going to let go now? And then we have to turn inward which is the spiritual work. And we ask ourselves deep inside, what do I need to let go of right now? What do I need to let go of? What is just holding on to me? The thing that you might need to let go of, whether it's a relationship or an opinion or a job, or an assumption, or an addiction, so any kind of attachment, anything that you might need to let go of, you may look at and say, but it's beautiful, look at it, it's vibrant, red, gold, brown, oh God, it's, it's so beautiful, why would I let it go? If you can't let it go, the breeze that blows through your branches will ensure that you release those things. If you don't let it go yourself, something will come through. The winds of change are blowing and they will knock those leaves from your branches. Take a deep breath with me. Hold for four, three, two, one, release. Take a few more deep breaths and just allow yourself to arrive into this moment, into this body, this mind, this spirit, this breath, and notice the in and out sensation of your breathing. That's all you have to notice right now. Now. Put both feet flat on the floor. Picture a mighty root structure growing out from the bottoms of your feet into the ground below and grounding you, rooting you, fixing you to the spot that you're in. It's a tangled, twisted root structure. It's thick, it's sturdy, and it is soaking up all of the nutrients and minerals and water that your body and spirit need. You're getting everything you need right in this spot. Can you imagine that right now? You are getting everything you need. You don't need to step outside of this moment. This is all you need. Now picture branches, tree branches growing out of your arms and shoulders and neck and the top of your head. And the branches begin to populate with bright green leaves. And you are a tree. What is living in your branches? What are you home to? Squirrels, birds, chipmunks, inchworms, ants, owls, what lives in your branches? And your branches begin to grow food fruits, nuts, berries, things that feed others. You are nourishing others as you are nourished. As you stay fixed in this spot, receiving everything that you need, being nourished fully and completely in this spot, you are then able to nourish others. Oh yes, the nourishment is so good. It is now autumn and the bright green leaves on your tree have turned into beautiful deep reds and oranges and golds and yellows and browns and you are a tapestry, a quilt of beauty. And people look up at you and they are in awe of your colors. But then the breeze blows, the winds of change begin to blow through your branches. And the leaves begin to shrivel and they are scattered to and fro. Who knows where they land, but here you are letting go. Dying to your leaves, allowing your leaves, no matter how beautiful and vibrant they have been, to pass away. And now. Winter has come, snow has fallen. You are covered in a blanket of snow and ice and you lay perfectly still. All the world around you is perfectly still and cold and quiet. And you lay dormant for a season, wondering when the ice will melt But here you are, this is your spot, and you are still, despite the evidence in front of you, getting everything that you need. The snow melts. The ice falls off in chunks. Flowers and grasses begin to push up through the earth. And your branches are bare, but you are ready for what's next. And the leaves return, populating with bright greens and nuts and berries and fruits and birds and squirrels and all the inchworms that you can hold. My question to you today, my friends is, what do you need to die to today? What is holding on? What do you need to let go of? Is it indecision around a big thing? Is it some resentment? Is it some anger? You may look at your resentment and think, oh my, but it's so beautiful and it's kept me going for so long. Or maybe a profession that you look at and say, this is what I do. I'm a nurse, I'm a doctor, I'm a pastor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a chef, but maybe this job is killing you at the root. Maybe you don't know who you are without it, but the winds of change are begging you to release those leaves today. So I ask you today, I invite you dear listeners to ask yourself, what do I need to let go of today? What do I need to allow to die on my branches and fall to the earth below? Don't worry. You'll get new leaves. You'll get new leaves. You may just need to let go of these ones today. Okay. I love you. And I think you are enough exactly as you are. Take good care of you today. And I'll see you on Wednesday.